Sounds cool podcast. I'm Studio Steve, your go-to audio guy, big-time podcast nerd, and I'm here to help you uplift your show to crank that gain knob on your online content. Today's episode was inspired by one of the best comments that we've had on our YouTube channel in a long time, and this was from a user on YouTube called Unapologetically Wandy or Wandy. I never know how to pronounce names right. She says, I purchased mics and equipment back in April 2020, and I've been too scared to start a podcast. I worry it won't be entertaining enough. I also worry my voice will be annoying. How do you get over the fear? How do you start start? Not the equipment, but courage. What are some good tips? So when I got the notification on my phone with this comment, I took a screenshot of it and texted it to Veronica right off the bat. And I said, do you think this should be our next video? And she said, yes, I love it. And she jumped on it. She actually spent two days writing a very heartfelt and emotional YouTube video. And it's a really cool video. It kind of goes along with this podcast episode. Uh, it's her take answering Wendy's questions. And here's mine kind of getting into that and also helping so many of us beginners who are just been on the fence or we're just procrastinating or maybe we're really scared. Maybe we have the fear. Maybe we're afraid of what our voice will sound like, just like Wendy. So I'm calling this episode, I Still Haven't Started My Podcast. So I usually try to organize my episodes and research them and put bullet points on them and uh, have a organized structure that I go with with this episode so that you know where I'm taking you and so that I'm hopefully putting together tips and tricks that you can utilize in your own podcast and with your own content creation. But with this one, I really just wanted to imagine that Wandy, Wandy, I'm going to say Wandy, it's got to be Wandy, right, are just sitting together and she just actually asked me that, maybe at a coffee shop or something, and what would my first advice or my first thought be? So first, I would take a deep breath. <sighs> because I have so much to say on this, I don't know how I would organize my thoughts. Maybe I would start inside that breath to think to myself, what is it that keeps us from starting our podcast? What is it that keeps us from getting on to TikTok? What is it that keeps us from creating a YouTube channel or, you know, really getting onto IG stories or just putting ourselves out there in front of an audience on social media for whatever our purpose is? Is it lack of purpose, maybe? Is it insecurities? Is it fear and insecurities? It's got to be fear and insecurities. Uh, is it procrastination? And then is it just procrastination, just fear and insecurity? So then after I collected myself, I would gather my thoughts and I would say, Wendy, I would say this is a tough question because as a podcast coach, most of the time I'm dealing with the technicalities of things, how to set up your gear, the difference between a condenser and a dynamic microphone, uh, what compression is, how to edit your podcast episode, how many times a week you should post on social media, all of that kind of stuff. But 
This is more of kind of falling into the category of life coaching, which is you need to check in with your own self-confidence. You need to check in with what it is that's making you insecure. And that is something on an individual basis, but really it isn't because we're all just big pools of insecurity. We're just these rubbery mess of emotions and feelings and we change from one moment to the next. And sometimes we have these big lofty dreams in the middle of the night and we plan out, if you're anything like me, how you're going to change the world all in one day. And then the next day you sleep the rest of the whole day. It's part of just the human condition to want to be better, to make plans, and then to get insecure and to have all these different fears and all this different mess in our head that keeps us from actually achieving the things we want to achieve or taking risks. But there are some things beyond that kind of stuff that I think I could actually talk to you about that would really help you to step into the discomfort. And I think the first thing would just be sharing my own experience that I've had myself, but then also the experience I see with our clients and with our students, who, by the way, also started exactly where you are, very fearful, procrastinating, unsure, overwhelmed, all of that stuff. So for me, the big thing with podcasting when I was getting into it that was terrifying was actually the same ideas. Is my voice going to sound weird? Now, I had been a musician before and I had sang into microphones and I was very comfortable being in front of a microphone. But actually speaking was confusing because I wasn't sure if I should articulate too much or if I should over-articulate or under-articulate what type of voice I should have. And so because I had access to recording equipment all the time, that wasn't that wasn't something that was foreign to me, but it was still very terrifying to try to find this podcast voice. How do I just go about talking? And if I'm reading, how do I sound like I'm not reading? And it was all very scary. And for that reason, I actually put off starting a podcast for a very long time. I talked to many friends, hey, you want to start a podcast? And then finally, I was able to start a podcast with my brother where we were both equally afraid and had no idea what we were doing. And it was just a way to kind of develop what is now my current podcast voice. And it's basically just a little over-accentuated version of how I really talk. I'm really doing some breathing exercises and I'm vocalizing and trying to broadcast my energy a little more than I would when I'm just naturally speaking. But this stuff is actually really fun. And maybe you also have a car that you could go sit in your car alone with your phone and just practice a few different things. And this is to find your podcast voice or to find your podcast tone, you could call it. And that really has to do with the theme and the style of podcast you have. If you're doing something that's current events or news or reporting and you want to have a certain sense of credibility in your content, then you would want to speak a little more newscastery, right? Maybe a little more matter of fact and a little more clear, something similar to what I'm doing right now. I don't know. I'm not very good at that. But on the other hand, if you're telling intimate stories, then you would speak a little slower. You'd speak a little softer, maybe even get a little closer to the microphone. And you can have so much fun with this because it's a way that you can really be creative and work on some of your acting props and some of your rhetoric or the act of speaking talents that you have. And we all have those talents and it can be terrifying, but you just got to start practicing. 
the phone is the perfect way to do that. We all have a tape recorder in our pocket. So get into a private area, cars are perfect, and start practicing with your different tone. And then you just have to start before you're ready. You just have to know that it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's supposed to feel uncomfortable. It's still very uncomfortable for me hundreds of episodes later. And finally, on the same idea of finding your podcast voice or sounding awkward in front of the microphone, just to talk about clients. And I'm going to kind of lump clients all together into sort of what they do rather than pinpoint single clients, but what I've seen that is common. And it actually even goes back before podcasts. It was when I would work with first-time singers in the recording studio, and they were very timid in front of the microphone. But it was actually one of my great joys in life to share what I call headphone land with them. And it's when you get into headphone land on a really nice microphone with the compressor on the microphone. And in music, you usually put a little reverb on the voice too. And that just gives this beautiful experience. It's almost a surreal and mystical experience you have when you're creating music. And I think that you can transfer that also to podcasting as well. If you really kind of get yourself into some headphones and get nice and close onto your microphone and make sure that you have a good microphone, that you're not just using your phone, it adds that level of magic to it that although it's intimidating, it also makes you feel like you are cool and you're pretty hot stuff because you sound different than you would normally sound. It's like you're right there on somebody's ear. It's a pretty amazing experience. And even though it's one that people shy away from and sometimes people have serious emotional reactions about and take a lot of working with people um, to get them over that hump. It's still a very fun thing for me to do. And in podcasting, working with clients, it was really just a matter of sort of providing and encouraging and just getting them to do it, getting them to actually try it out. Sometimes uh, when I was working with clients one-on-one, I was able to actually record with them and just kind of talk. And that's where a lot of it can start from. I think that's where a lot of us start is just talking. So just get out there and start talking into a microphone, get a friend or a significant other to come and talk with you and just talk about anything and make a practice podcast. And actually you can even make a practice podcast and put it out onto the directories and not really plan on promoting it, but get that feeling of having a podcast on Spotify immediately and use the Anchor app. You can use Anchor on your phone and just put out a podcast. You can toss the phone back and forth between you and a significant other, or if it's a solo podcast, actually put a podcast out on the player's even if you're not planning on promoting or getting anybody to come listen to it, because that energy and that visualizing and that putting yourself out there and getting used to sharing your ideas, despite what people think. And that's what will bring me to ending this episode. And that's talking about then the insecurities. So really that was me just sort of chatting with you about how you can find your podcast voice and get over that fear of my voice is going to sound weird or people won't like the way my voice sounds or I can't stand the way my voice sounds. Get those thoughts out of your head and replace them with, whoa, my voice sounds really cool. Whoa, this microphone makes my voice sound really cool. Oh, maybe if I move this way, maybe if I turn the compressor up a little bit. Wow. Learn a little bit about how compressors work, about how microphones work. Get some good mic technique. And it turns an otherwise insecure sounding, timid sounding, I'm not sure if my voice sounds good, recording into a, I'm a badass. I'm going to take charge of this. My voice sounds awesome. This is fun. I'm not going to let anybody put me down, especially not myself. And now we can finish this episode off 
with the insecurity aspect of it. And that's just the general procrastination. And I'm not going to get into the life coaching style mindset stuff. I'm just going to get into the practical things you can do. And Veronica mentioned this in her video too, but I really do think it's the best thing to do. And that is to set a launch date and then to make a lot of noise about your launch date and to share it on social media, to tell your family about it, to tell your friends about it, to tell your work colleagues about it so that it gives you that accountability. And then you aren't going to be ready no matter how much you prepare. You will never be ready. Your podcast will never sound good enough. You're always going to be unsure of it. There's going to be certainly some anxiety and all sorts of emotions leading up to that launch day and many days after that launch day. But it will all be worth it. And it's going to be a really cool launch day. And it's going to be really fun for you. And just creating that accountability by setting a launch date. That's something you can do and should do right now. So talking about that, a few tips with a launch date. Give yourself enough time that you can record two or three episodes, but don't give yourself enough time that you can record 50 episodes because then you'll never launch. And give yourself enough time that you can actually get your podcast submitted to Apple Podcasts and get it submitted to Google Podcasts and all of the podcast players, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Pandora, all of those, get, get it working with all the podcast players a couple weeks before your launch so that when you do launch, People can check you out wherever they listen to podcasts. Also, give yourself enough time to set up some social media profiles. And that doesn't have to be anything crazy, but set up at least one, if not two, social media profiles where you imagine the type of people who are going to be interested in your podcast. What social media profile do they hang out on? And set up a profile there and give yourself enough time to make a few posts, to follow a few people, to get a few new friends and followers, and to engage in some like communities. So... I think the ideal time really for a really big podcast launch is six to eight weeks. But that is also a really scary time if you're doing this all on your own and you're not working with anybody or you're not working with a podcast producer or anything like that. That's a scary time for procrastination to come in. So in that case, it's almost better just to start in a week. And it is actually possible to come out of the gate swinging with a really cool podcast in just a week and then grow off of that podcast you come out with. And a lot of coaches actually encourage that type of podcasting over what you would maybe consider the way the networks do it, which is to plan for months ahead of time and come out with a whole marketing strategy and a plan backing up the podcast when it comes out. And so those are really the two ways you could start. One is the fast track, and the other one is to take more of a six-week to a 10-week time frame. Just so happens that we have two online courses. One is called the seven-day podcast fast track, and that takes seven days. You receive instructions and a daily video lesson each day to get you out of the gates with a podcast in seven days. And we also have an online course called Smart and Sexy Podcast Launch. And that is actually more of a seven-week program. It's actually a six-week program, but I like to think of it as seven weeks. Um, that's more for if you have a brand or if you really want to really go places with your podcast and take that necessary time to launch like a network. The first and most important thing is just to set that launch date. And then after you set the launch date, come up with your launch strategy. And sometimes you have to come up with your launch strategy first and then set the launch date. But what a launch strategy should include are simple questions, nothing crazy. If you add too many elements to this podcasting thing, that will keep you from starting. And I think that is really the other 
big, big point, and I really ought to have made points with this episode, but I wanted it to just be more conversational. And the last big point is overwhelm. So we worked with finding your podcasting voice, then we we talked about the insecurities, but then also the overwhelm, right? You have to figure out so much. I have to set a launch date. I have to find a podcast hosting site. I have to distribute my RSS feed. I have to learn about microphone technique. I have to choose my microphone equipment. I have to learn how to record that way. So this overwhelm is a very serious thing, but you can do it. And if you set that launch date, all you have to do is show up with one episode. But ideally, you want to show up with a trailer first. And if you record a trailer, that's something you could submit to the directories. And then show up with two to three episodes, because that's just a good practice. And it gives all of your new listeners something to binge on that first day. And it also gives you a lot of content that you can make little social media pieces and things like that to build the hype for your launch. And that's the other thing to end with a little bit of life coachy stuff. And that's is just to believe in yourself and that your ideas are really valid and they're really good ideas and that the world does need a lot of you in it. And the world needs you to step into your greatness because if you do that, you're going to really have a big impact on everybody around you and you're going to have an impact on people you would, things will happen that you could never imagine and the connections that you'll make and the way that you'll grow as a person. It really is time to stop putting off starting your podcast. Now is the time to do it, not tomorrow. Now is the time to set your launch date and to build a launch strategy to stick to it and to share it with us so that we can come listen on your launch day too. And you can find us on social media. I'm over on Twitter at Pod Sound School. Veronica's on Instagram at Pod Sound School. We're at the other social medias too, but those are the easiest ways to get a hold of us. Also, we are now currently going to be going live on our YouTube channel on Saturdays. This coming Saturday, which is tomorrow, I believe, after the day that this episode is released, uh, depending on when you're listening to this episode. But this coming Saturday, we'll be live over on YouTube. And that's something we hope to do for a very long time moving forward in the future as a way to directly answer your questions and to be there with some fun workshops. And we're going to be doing pod audits over there. And we're going to be doing Q&As and all sorts of fun things. So you can actually come check us out live and ask us your specific questions about your specific show or about your specific struggles. And we'd be happy to answer them and to give you any advice that we've collected over our time doing what we do. And that's podcast coaching. It's podcast producing. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, it's really to help you turn up that gain knob on your content. But I think it's also to help you get out of your own way and to push you out of that negative self-talk and to hopefully inspire you into action, to take action and to make something of your ideas because they deserve it. All right, Podski, we'll catch you next time.